It's a little early. <clears throat> Don't you think? Well, not if you're about ready to go to bed. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right about that issue, right? But, uh, you know, hey, what a good time for some R&R. &R. <laughs> what? Good time because you're waking up or good time because you're about to go to bed? Yes. I'm confused. Are we some sort of <laughs> calming meditation for people? I mean, we could be. Like, we are called the R&R &R podcast for um... a reason, right? Oh. Yes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I think I think they've had enough of this. Let's start the show, shall we? Welcome to episode 30 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host... Ken Rossi. Another week, another episode. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I am so good. tired of this <laughs> NBA Combine. <laughs> I hear that's been um, treating you kind of crazy. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty crazy schedule. Uh... Because for I, I'll explain a little bit for those not in the know. Right now, on NBA 2K18, which actually, if you listen to the last episode, talked about this a little bit. But they uh, made it so that uh, those that got 50 wins in January in pro am were invited to the combine, which I got 50 wins and I got invited to the combine. Now there are only specific days, which uh, is. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Wednesday, they have certain time blocks uh, that you can play or that you have to play, and then you have to play 40 games in one position, the five positions being point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, or center. You can actually play any one of those positions, and then they have five archetypes, which I'm not going to, which I'm not going to get into for each of those positions. But you can play any of those positions, any of those five archetypes, but you have to get 40 games in as one archetype in order for you to be considered eligible for the third phase or even drafting, which I think the third phase is something completely different. Right. Um, and I think they're just trying to weed out the people that are no good. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Don't, and, don't play team basketball and all that other nonsense when the dribble guys on the court. Yeah. Um, which, I'll be honest, in my experience, um, other than getting in uh, to teams and there's only like two or three people that have mics, like I've never gone in and all five people had microphones and we're all talking. That is the huh. only issue I've had. Like everyone else has been uh, super nice, super cordial. Um, you know, they're trying to help the team win. So I've never seen... Uh, anybody be just really uh, rude or, or say things that they shouldn't say on there. So, <clears throat> yeah, so it's it's been a really fun experience. Um, although I will admit it has been a bit troublesome to get, like, groups of five, ten people together. Like, 
I think I wait more to play a game than I do actually playing the game. <laughs> um, but I have gotten, uh, I've gotten about ten games in uh, over the first couple days because as we record this, there's still uh, one more day left on this week, and I've gotten about ten games in, so I'm a fourth of the way there, and uh, yeah, man, it's considering the the time frame, like. W- how many hours you have to do this considering each game takes about a half an hour a little bit more because they've actually increased the minutes from five to six huh like normal program is five minutes right um, this combine it's six minutes that's good i, I like that they up the minutes of it by one minute it makes mm-hmm. a difference it gives you it gives you enough time if you make a mistake or whatever you know to come back rebound from it yeah yeah well, not only that, but they've gotten rid of all the fluff. Like, it when you go into the game, it immediately starts you in there, and you're all ready for the tip. There's no, this is who you're playing, this is the teams. No, it's just a quick little overshadow thing. This is your opponent, what their build is, and away we go. Right. That's and, like, good. halftime, instead of showing stats or anything, it's just like, here's the third quarter. <laughs> There's no break or nothing. Right. Um, and even then... You cannot look at your stats mid-game. Huh. Like, Do they not show the teammate grade and stuff up top? They do, but you only get oh, okay. three of your stats there. So you can't look to see um, like how many steals you got or blocks if they're not very high. Or maybe you want to see who's uh, killing you on the other team and see how many points right. they got. You can't look that up. You don't know who's killing you. You just have to be in the game and know what's going on you know yeah yeah exactly be in the game know what's going on pay attention to who the offense is playing through you know and adjust from there just like you know real nba yeah well no because the real nba has a little stat tracker up that during a timeout or whatever you can look up and see who's doing what this has nothing like they have they have a giant screen on the back wall that just says nba 2k league combine could easily give the stats and put it right there. Yeah, I guess I meant I meant more so for the mm-hmm. players on the court than the actual fans watching the game. Well, yeah, but the players but, call a timeout and then they can look up and look at their stats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 even still though, like you know, you know when LeBron James is killing you. I guess that's my point. You, you do it halftime. That's my point. But over the course of the, but you can just just playing the game. You look, look. My <laughs> I, point, my point being that, you know, if you're if you're in the game, if you're paying attention, you know who's giving you problems. That's my point. <laughs> no, I got you. I'm just saying that sometimes like people get quiet numbers, like don't even notice. Yeah. No. No. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. But I was talking more so for those that you can clearly see that are giving you trouble. So, you know, if you if you are giving the opponent trouble, you know, and if they're paying attention to that, they'll figure out ways to stop you or make it difficult for you to get the ball and or score. Mm-hmm. That's all. But I'm glad you're having a good time with the Pro-Am, and I apologize for the sniffling and everything. It just happens. It's this time of year. Everybody's still sort of sick and or getting sick. So, yeah, that's fun. Sure is. I'm going to try and do it away from the microphone, but it'll probably still catch it anyway. We still hear it. 
<laughs> yeah, it'll probably still catch anyway. I'm turning my head away from the mic, so you can't really hear it. But, oh well, it is what it is. Uh, yep. Speaking of turning away from things, I uh, actually got away from uh, Gamefly this past week. You were still on Gamefly? <laughs> I was. Wow. This is a segue into into what we're going to talk about for the, for the for the episode. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I um I got away from Gamefly um this past week. It was like they were charging me like 15 something a month or whatever. 15.99, almost 60 bucks a month. And I hadn't really rented anything from them in a while just cuz I was I'm just busy playing a lot of other things. Right. So, I figured that now's a good time or, you know, it you know it, it's a good time to cancel and not have to worry about that anymore. Right. So that was this again. This is a segue into the main topic of of our show today. We're going to talk about subscriptions in gaming. So things like the Xbox Game Pass, uh, EA Access, things like that, as well as um, other potential things that are coming down the road, and just other you know subscription type things in general. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, are you um, subscribed to any of these uh, subscriptions, like the Game Pass or any of that stuff? I I no longer am. Um, I've I've never subscribed to the Game Pass. Um, and and what you said, um, I have subscribed to um, the EA Access before, and a long time ago, uh, I was subscribed to uh, GameFly as well um but i've never really been uh into a whole subscription based service cuz there's even like um i want to say it was like go live or something like that they had uh an online service where you could pay uh to play games and it would download games on your pc it was mm-hmm. like a pc service it was based off of uh, if you recall there was an old uh uh, go live that was supposed to be the phantom um that uh was a piece of hardware that didn't work out and then they were like uh saying that, you know you could just download games to the service and you just pay for it monthly you don't pay for the games and then uh the system didn't really sell so they moved it to the pc and it did good enough but i don't think it's even still around it may not be i have no idea honestly yeah i'm going to look it up but <laughs> um yeah, no, those are the uh, only <clears throat> gaming services that I've ever subscribed to. And I actually disconnected with EA Access. I believe it was um, in like October, November. I think okay. It was. And um, since the several months that I have unsubscribed from them, I have not missed it (laughs) like i thought i would enjoy it more because um you know it gives you the free trial to the games you get to play them early and then they have um all the older ea access games in the library right but what i found out is that i didn't play those games in the library like none of the games uh, i was playing And I kind of get the same feeling um, would happen uh, if I was to go with, uh, like, the Xbox Game Pass. Is that even though it's only, like, 
you know, ten dollars a month, which yeah, access was like five dollars a month or thirty dollars for a year, which is right way better than the Game Pass. But anyways, I had that feeling that I would, um, I would not play any of the games on there. Like I would have the service, maybe I'd play one game, and then the rest, the over one hundred games they have in there, I wouldn't touch them. I wouldn't play them. I feel that. I feel that. It's kind of funny you mentioned that because I was actually just looking at the Xbox Game Pass. And I was looking at it to see if I really wanted, if I wanted to at some point um, invest in that. And there are a few games on there that I didn't play or haven't played, and I'd like to play them at some point. And it's much better for me to have access to them, you know, immediately versus having to wait. Versus GameFly having to wait for them to get shipped to me and all that stuff. I can just download them, play them when I'm done, delete them, and move on that's what i do with gamefly but mm-hmm. um you know i could use it as sort of like a rental thing um which is which will be good but for the same reasons that you mentioned uh a lot of the games in there i wouldn't really play because looking through the list there's mad max in there which i haven't played i want to play that there's uh saints row reelected uh or the gat and the gat of hell one which i missed i want to play that one too uh, there's a few other ones in there that, again, that I missed that I would like to play. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm not feeling the feeling the urge to go and you know play those games because I'm playing a lot of other ones at the moment. So yeah. right now, it's not, it's not something I would consider, but down the road, possibly, and especially considering the fact that now they're going to give you access to the Microsoft games, exclusive games, so uh, Crackdown, Sea of Thieves, things like that. So any of those games that are coming out, you know, you get access to those right. and not have to pay, you know, the full retail price for them if you want to do that. Excuse me, jeez. Um, if you want to do that, you know, it's not that, that big a deal. It's not going to hurt you anymore or less. It'll right. probably save you money in the long run. And for those that uh, are just getting an Xbox One or whatever, you know, that, that's great. You don't have to go out and buy games if you don't want to. You can subscribe to this. The service pay the ten dollars a month and play any of the games on there. You don't have to go out and buy a single game if you don't want to, which is great. Right. People oh. who do that. There's another podcast I listen to, and one of the guys, uh, Rich, that's what he does, as well as he plays mostly sports games. But he's a big fan of the Xbox Game Pass because of what it allows him to do and for his kid and things like that. So you know, it's great in that respect. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see how um, that that could be beneficial for some people. I mean, <clears throat> I guess it depends on how how much you're gonna play games too. Yes, exactly. You know, and uh, how often they update new games. Mm-hmm. I mean, because out of the three games that Xbox has announced, which was Crackdown Three. State of Decay 2, and Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is the only one that I'm really like, would get me to buy this game subscription. Yeah. And because of that, in the long run, that would actually cost me more money. (laughs) Um, Because of that. Because $10 a month, 12 months, $120, as opposed to just paying $60 for the game. Yeah. And, And that mindset, like that's too much for me like i i i wouldn't pay that price like 
you know, why would I? <laughs> right, right. Why would you do that when you can pay the sixty, the sixty-three or whatever when the game comes out <clears throat> and be done with it? Unless you want to get DLC for it or whatever down the road. Yeah, and maybe that's what they're hoping for. You know, Game Pass gives you the games for free, but you gotta pay for the DLC. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that that could be a clever way of, of doing stuff, but no, I don't know. Um, it's just even then, I'm still kind of like, I don't know if I I might like do a free trial for 14 days yeah. to try a game and play it that way and then cancel it if I was going to. Um, right, yeah, and and that that's my thought process too was, you know, at least if I wanted to do it, try it out for 14 days, whatever, you know, see if I like it this way better than Gamefly, and if not, you know, just cancel. Yeah. Um, but I kind of get the feeling, though, um, that I would have a similar experience with my Gamefly. Um, and with Gamefly, what happened to me was that, one, the game that I wanted to play was almost never available. Like, I'd have to get games, secondary games on my list because the game I wanted to play, they didn't have enough copies for the, me to play that one. Right. So, I'd almost always be playing a different game. And then, more often than not, uh, I always ended up buying more games. Like, my plan was, I'll do Gamefly. That'll curb me from buying so many games. <laughs> because this is Yeah, that was that was my original thought process, too. Trust me. That's what I found yeah, when I originally got Gamefly. Well, this was also back when I um, was buying probably like four to five games a week. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it was never like, that bad. <laughs> yeah. This is back when I was I buying was a whole bunch bad. of games. <clears throat> um, and it might have been more like one game a week. I might be exaggerating a lot. but <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> still, um, my idea was uh, I'll, I'll use this service. I'll play the games so I'm not buying as many. It'll save me money. <clears throat> No, because the games I wanted to play weren't there. So I was playing these secondary games, and then I ended up going, wow, this game is actually really cool and really fun. Uh, I'll just buy this game (laughs) so I can keep it. Because otherwise, the game is just sitting there, and it's like in your collection, and then you don't get the next game, and you felt obligated to play the next game that came, even though there was a brand new game that you wanted to play that was out. Right. (laughs) So I kind (laughs) of get the feeling that that would be the same issue with game pass i'd feel like the game pass games i would be required to play so i wouldn't want to play or i would i would feel like i was wasting my money because i was playing other games other than the games that were on the part of the game pass yeah yeah i feel you like so, for yeah how how i when i first got gamefly and i was i was using it you know like like a like a, a like a rental service should be you know i wasn't taking advantage of it and the fact that, oh, there's no uh, return days, you can play as long as you want, blah, blah, blah. I was getting games where it was a one-and-done kind of deal. I'd play it once and be done with it to experience it or whatever. Um, that was how I played Bayonetta for Xbox 360. That was how I played a few of the other games that I can't think of at the moment. Uh, Infamous 2, for example. Another one I think of. That's the most recent one that I had out. Um so I was playing those kinds of games where it was a one-and-done thing. I'd take it, play it, you know, get rid of it, or, you know, try it out, see if I like it or not. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there was a RPG Bound by Flame, I believe, that I had rented a while ago from Gamefly. Right. It was okay, but it wasn't for me, I guess. Right. So that's how I was using it, and then I got to the point where you know the same issues would arise where I wanted to rent Mad Max from there. And they never had a copy in for me to actually rent. So I was getting this, those secondary and tertiary games on my list, which was fine, but it wasn't the one that I wanted. And then I was spending more time playing those games and trying to beat them so I could get those back to Gamefly so I could get Mad Max. Um, and I was still buying you know, other games that I wanted to play because I knew I'd play those longer. Like... Uh, you know, any of the RPGs or something like that, that was a big time sink. Right. Those are those are more so the games that I would buy versus a, you know, eight-hour campaign or, you know, whatever it may be. So that was my experience with Gamefly. I mean, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say bad things about it because I did enjoy it for my time. But eventually it came to the point where I had to – cancel because it wasn't doing what I uh, wanted it to do for me anymore. And now I'm to the point where I don't have the disposable income to, you know, pay that extra 16 bucks a month to do that. So, you know, now it is what it is. I mean, I'm still buying games, but it's not all that often here anymore. It's maybe like Maybe every few months I'll buy one if I feel up to it. Right. Other than that, though, it's not too much. And I still have the games in my backlog to finish. So, yeah, I'm having a hard time doing that because of all the new games that have come out, like Monster Hunter, that I've been enjoying a lot. Uh, and, you know, Overwatch still playing that. Destiny 2 still playing that. So I haven't gone back to Dishonored or De- Deus Ex, right. which I need to do. Yep. So that's a whole other reason for the subscriptions lacking. Right. Uh, and I I found out here um, that the service was actually called OnLive. It wasn't Go Live. It was OnLive. Oh, okay. The the games on demand OnLive. Um, and I've gone to the website, and here's what it says. It says after five years of uninterrupted service, the OnLive game service comes to an end. Sony has acquired important parts of OnLive. Due to the sell, all online services were discontinued as of April 30th, 2015. Huh. So. Been for a good five years. Yeah. Still I'm guessing. Decent, though. Sorry, I'm guessing that OnLive is what's powering uh, PlayStation's uh, streaming service. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I'm guessing that they. Cause that seems about around the time that they introduced their streaming service, doesn't it? Sounds about right to me. About two I have years. Have to actually ago. look it up and see. Yeah, but I, it's it's fairly recent. I know that much. It's fairly recent. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of thinking that that's where on live uh, service is going. Is that they're actually powering PlayStation? Is it PlayStation Go? No, it's not Go. What is it? PlayStation Now, I believe. Yeah, PlayStation Now. And I'm guessing that their uh, OnLive is actually servicing that service because um, the copyright for OnLive is 2018. <laughs> so huh. 
that's kind of strange for three years to keep this um, website up and keep it renewed for copyright if it's not doing anything, you know? Right. Like, three years is an awful long time to just let it stay there. And even then, updating your copyright information, that's so that's interesting. So I think that's what's going on, is uh, OnLive is powering the PlayStation Now. Yeah, the um, the closed beta for the PlayStation Now was January 28th, uh, 2014. And mm. the actual release date in North America was January 13th, 2015. Okay, so I am completely wrong. Then <laughs> uh, I have no idea but, why Sony bought the important parts of OnLive. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, there's not some sort of hidden infrastructure from them, you know? Well, I mean, if that's the case, though, then Sony used it um, without their knowledge and consent and then bought them to keep that hush-hush. I don't know, man. We're, I don't know. We're, <laughs> we're, 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 digging, we're digging too deep here. Yeah. Digging we're going down the rabbit hole, my friend. Yeah. Not a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> but it could be. Is that your uh, conspiracy music? Well, that was me trying to rendition the X Files theme song. Oh. Which I think it's a conspiracy. That's yeah, I I, I think every conspiracy <laughs> theorist loves the X Files theme song. <laughs> I think so. I mm -hmm. think so. But no, man, I um. And there's there's a lot of uh, other things, though, that are being thrown around as far as subscription things go. I know we briefly touched on it a few episodes ago, but EA is thinking about doing one for their sports titles. And I don't – again, there's not a whole lot out there about it. It's just a thought that they're throwing around. Yeah. Charging a subscription fee for the sports titles and, you know – Doing it that way, and there are other games, you know, like World 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 of Warcraft, for example. World of Warcraft, sorry, right. for example, that you know <laughs> you do these. <laughs> huh? Did you say a bad word? No, 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 no. I uh, I said it too fast, and it didn't sound right, so I had to slow it down and say it again. Ten? World of Warcraft. So they do. They have a subscription fee for their game that you pay, and you get, you know to play the game but i'm not too familiar with how their whole thing works so don't uh roast me too hard on that one because i don't know i don't play it i don't have a well, pc to play it, it on so does that it's pretty simple i mean i know um that world of warcraft had a free service you could play up to like level 20 i think it was mm -hmm. um but it's pretty simple you pay uh however much it is which i think it's like $10-$15 a month to play on their servers and if you don't have that subscription you can't play Warcraft on the servers yeah I mean that's the same uh, it's the same service that you have to pay for for like Final Fantasy uh, 14 or Final Fantasy 11 which right. I can't believe Final Fantasy 11 is still going <laughs> and that, that's that's another thing too uh, that we can touch on here in a minute but before we get to that, the whole EA subscription thing for sports games, this is 
apparently a separate thing from EA Access. I don't know. But yeah. it's just a rumor right now. So I guess we shouldn't really talk about it since it's a rumor, not confirmed. But I guess the the question would be, would you be interested in something like that? Depending on how much it costs. Um, I mean, obviously the cost would be a major issue. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Um, it does intrigue me. But I would much rather um, just pay... $60 for a game because uh, I mean for one if the game comes out and uh, I don't like it if I'm paying for a subscription too bad whereas if uh, I give the choice to go buy it I can make that decision you know what I'm not going to buy this game because I don't agree with it or I think it's no good or, or whatever you will All right, or you just don't you want know, it yeah uh, I had that choice. Like a good example would be UFC. If if I was a subscriber to EA Sports uh, video games, UFC would be a part of my subscription. And I just don't like the game. I don't uh, like UFC at all. And so uh, for me, that would that would be a, a problem. You know. Right. So um, I would rather just pay for a game and and have it. As opposed to subscribe. Um, it, obviously, if it's like $10 a month, though, um, or maybe even less than that, it'd be kind of hard for me to, to say no um, just because of um, what games would come with that service that I play yeah. on a regular basis. Like, that would be the key word. When I get them, and how often I get them. I mean, obviously, with EA Access, um, I had that. It was $30 for a year. Um, that's really not bad. Uh, when I got to play games early and a lot of the games... I did download a lot of the games and play them early. I just didn't get them after that. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. You know? So, I mean, there's there's a fine line there. And I don't know... Um, how you feel about it, but that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I feel that's just going too far. That I, w I would rather tell them what I want and what I like um, based on paying $60 for a game as opposed to uh, paying $15 a month and then I'm getting everything and I feel like I've kind of given away that freedom, if you will. Yeah, I dig that. I dig that. I'm sort of in the same boat as you, actually. I would prefer to pay for the game that I want. Um, but if it's something like EA Access, where you know I get to try out things and see if I like it and then decide if I want to pay for it, by all mm. means, fine. Because I, I, I am a big fan of the EA Access thing. I like it because it allows me to you know play the games early and try them and see if I like them, if I want to spend money on them, or wait until they go into the vault later on and then I can download them for free that way. So, that's nice. Um, I, I, you know, for when Andromeda came out, I was so excited for that. I couldn't wait to play that early, so I did. Um, I'm planning on playing some UFC today at some point. Mm -hmm. And whenever you're listening, whenever you're listening to this, I probably have already played it and streamed it for a little bit. But, um, but no, I, I, I like the fact that they let me try out these games, you know, for ten hours for free. Well, not free, but you know what I mean. 
Uh, so I like that. But as far as paying a subscription fee for an actual game, like if Madden were to say, hey, pay, you know, five or ten dollars or whatever, you know, and when we update to the next version or whatever, you know, what let's say let's say let's say with this subscription service, they move to a two year cycle instead of instead of a one year a yearly cycle. You know, uh, that I I would be a little apprehensive about just because I like uh, I you know, like you, I'd much rather to say, you know what? I'm not interested in Madden 20, whatever. It's not doing it for me this year. And just mm -hmm. sit out the year. Right. And, you know, if you could cancel a subscription without having to, you know, any, having to pay for any fees or whatever, you know, okay, fine. But that's probably not how that's going to work. So, well, with my experience, a lot of these subscription services, they don't make it super easy to cancel the, the subscription either. Yeah. You know, I've had uh, some, granted these aren't video game subscription services, but I've had some where it's like you have to go uh, online on a computer to deactivate. Although I will admit with my EA Access, um, I couldn't do that from the Xbox console itself. I had to get on a computer, go to the Xbox website, go into my profile, go into my account billing, which took me to the Microsoft site. And oh, I had geez. to go down to the billing <laughs> and tell it that I didn't want it to continue anymore. So they kind of make it um, a little obnoxious to cancel these subscriptions. Right. And you can't do it from the console itself. You know, if I just have an Xbox, I don't really have a computer. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just stick with it forever? Yeah. You know? So um, that's part of why I don't like uh, subscription services. Um as far as like canceling them, you know, if, if you decide I don't like this game, oh, you either go sorry. trade it in, you never have to see it again, or you just stop playing it, shelf it, whatever. Subscription, a little more, you know, in depth there, but. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely a little more in depth, definitely. Yeah, but that that's how I feel. I don't know if there's anything else um, you felt like we needed to cover. Uh, no, I think we've actually covered all of that as far as that goes. But before we move on to the new segment, did we talk about Sea of Thieves last week? Uh, I, did we talk about it? I don't remember. I don't remember if we did or not, honestly. <laughs> but um, I, I did want to, if we didn't, um, and if we did, you're going to hear it again, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I did want to uh, talk about that, the beta for that a little bit since we're talking about... We were talking about the Game Pass earlier and how you can get Sea of Thieves with it, whatever, if you, if you decide to get the Game Pass. Mm -hmm. But I did want to talk about the Sea of Thieves beta and our experience with it before we move on to our news segment of the show. Yeah. Or yeah, we can so, hold it for our third segment. Sure, yeah. Yeah, you can do that, yeah. All right. So, now that we have discussed our thoughts on the subscriptions, uh, in gaming and things of that nature, let's jump in to our news time, children. My first piece of news is that Yakuza 6 has been delayed, but there's a demo coming soon. The game will be delayed a month. It's 
they've they've moved the launch from March 20th to April 17th in America and Europe. The demo will be on February 27th. There's no word on the content of the demo, but it will allow players to transfer their save over to the full release of the game. So, that's cool. yeah, that's very cool, and that also makes me um, think that the content of the demo might be, you know, the the early part of the game because that would make sense to me. Uh, it, it would seem it would be a little strange, or, or maybe even like a prequel or something, like uh, a prologue event or whatever, a chapter. I don't know. Right. But that would be that would be kind of cool to see, and it would that would make sense because versus versus a you know middle of the game or late game uh you know demo, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So that would make a lot of sense. I've uh, never played a Yakuza game before, um, but uh, from what I've seen of this one and the trailers and everything, I'm interested in it. Just because I like I like mafia style games and you know Yakuza is kind of like the, is basically the Japanese version of that so uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it and I'm hoping to try out the demo when it comes out on PS4. Yeah, um, I've I've played a dem I played a demo of it. I think it was Yakuza three uh, way back when. Mm-hmm. And it it's kind of like um, GTA but if it was over in Japan. <laughs> okay. That's kind of what it is. And, um, I mean, the main character isn't quite as, for lack of a better word, shallow as the GTA mm-hmm. characters are. Yeah. Because like, he, he used to be in the Yakuza, but then he got uh, put in prison. And I don't remember why exactly he got put in prison. Um, but he was put in prison. And so... Um, it's kind of like that, and it's about his story of redemption and stuff. Okay, and this is a long-running thing. This is the sixth game in the series, so is it all one Seven. character? Do you know? Seven? Yeah, they had a Yakuza Zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not hard numbers work, but okay. <laughs> well, see, in Japan, Zero comes before one. And so, if they yeah. ever do a prequel or whatever, they they'll call it zero because it tells the story before the first uh, game or first movie or whatever. So that's why it's called Yakuza Zero because it's it's set before the first Yakuza game. But yes, there have been seven games. See, now that makes sense. I like that. We should start doing that here. Yeah. I like it. I'm ju- I'm just saying, like it makes sense now that you said that. It makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I think we should take it even further and make a prequel before the prequel and call it Minus One. Oh, Minus One. I don't know. I don't know, man. Too much prequel for me. One prequel's enough. (laughs) (laughs) There's never enough prequels for anybody. (laughs) Depending on who you ask, of course. Yeah. But but no, I'm I'm, uh, definitely looking forward to trying out the demo for Yakuza 6. And... Seeing how I like it, I'm hoping to talk about it once uh, once it comes out and when I get a chance to play it. So, that's that. Mm-hmm. Will you be playing Yakuza 6, the demo? Probably not. <laughs> I had to ask. Yeah. I know it's not your thing, but I had to ask well, anyway. Um, I mean, if I was going to play a game like that, Yakuza would be the one I would play. It's just, I'm... 
I'm just too busy. And it's, Fair enough. There's not enough interest, unfortunately, that I feel like I have to play yeah. uh, Yakuza 6. I got you. And then for me, trying to start with uh, the series at Yakuza 6, that's like, that's a no-go. I'd rather start at Yakuza 1 or Yakuza 0. Yeah, that makes sense. You yeah. can get caught up. You can get, there's plenty <laughs> of ways to get caught up now thanks to the internet, though. So if I decide yeah. to pick it up at some point, I can just, you know... Go watch whatever I need to watch and get caught up that way, or whatever. Won't be the same, but I'll get the gist. Yeah. So moving along. Yeah. Um, my next news story is that Microsoft has acquired the uh, cloud-based gaming service PlayFab. Um, and so, uh, for those not in the know, PlayFab is a a complete back-end platform. Of services is what they call themselves and so they're designed to essentially service video games and be the kind of the storage or <clears throat> um, help you know when people are like connecting to play the game and um, uh, help with like microtransactions and stuff like uh, that kind of the you know not the game itself but the back end to the game um, that's what they do and I went and looked uh, at their website and mm-hmm. they say that PlayFab powers more than 1,200 uh, live games and over 80 million monthly active players. And huh. it looks like most of what they do is mobile games. Um, and a lot of the mobile games, like the biggest one on here that I'm seeing is that um, they have uh, Angry Bird Seasons and Bad Piggies. Uh, both of those are using the PlayFab service on there um, and there's even like they have a lot of games that I, I could keep naming games that I knew of that I've played on mobile um, there's like a few games that um, that are like PC games that aren't on mobile um, like Killing Floor 2 they provide right. a service for that um, but although it looks like it's just on the Playstation yeah, so apparently they don't provide the PC service, just the PlayStation service. <laughs> um, but no, there's uh, there's a lot of games that they provide service for, and so it's kind of interesting Microsoft picking them up. That probably is going to help boost their revenue um, for this little if company. I... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you know, seems like you know from what you said, they do a lot of work in the mobile gaming department, and mm. mobile gaming ha- is is kind of a uh, it's a big thing, regardless of whether we whether you want to think about it that way or not. Yep. You know, a lot of people play games on their phones, and even games, you know, Angry Birds, all that kind of stuff. It's you know, it's really fun for those people that want to sit down, you know, on the train, on the bus, you know, whatever. Right. You know, and just play for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. It, it's it's nice to have that. So, yeah, definitely. Yep. Well, I don't know if it's nice for Microsoft to have that, but. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe they're trying to work their way into the mobile market and it's, this is their, uh, you know, their step to doing right. that. Well, I mean, it would be a, a different way of doing this because. They don't make any of the games. They just provide a service 
for these videos. Right. Right, yeah, but I mean, I guess that'd be the thing. If Microsoft decides they want to have a division to develop mobile games, they'll use this as their, you know, platform. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So my next news story is that Overwatch's lunar event will be returning this year. It is the year of the dog this year for the uh, lunar calendar, and the event's going to launch on February eighth. Uh, Jeff Kaplan teased that this year's event will have some, quote, pretty significant content that players are going to be very happy with, end quote. He also added that Blizzard intends to make changes during the event based on feedback to previous events. So, I know last year they had a Capture the Flag uh, game mode for the event itself that was on the Lijong Tower map, and it was a really cool game mode. That added a different, it added a different twist to Overwatch, and they've done a lot of things like that over the past year, adding you know the team, the team deathmatch in and things of that nature. So it'd be good to see Capture the Flag come back if it does come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as always, you know, new skins and other cosmetic items will hopefully be coming with the lunar event. And this is really cool because we just got uh, a new update. With Blizzard World a few weeks ago, which brought a ton of new, ton of new skins and other cosmetic items. So, with this coming next week, if my uh, math is right, then yeah, it'll be very exciting to see what, what again, what more new skins and event exclusive items come to the game. I don't know, but whatever they are, I bet they'll be mangy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're tired. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I had to do it. No, you're okay. I, I set you up for one. You knocked it out the park. Yep. All right, so my second piece of news is that um, Sony's Kaz Harai is stepping down as president and CEO, and that... Kenichiro Yoshida will be named as the new president and CEO. Um, so they announced a couple days ago, now I guess February 2nd, um, the chief executive yeah, officer, yeah. yeah, Kazuo Harai, uh, will become a director and chairman and that he'll be stepping down as his CEO uh, standing on April 1st. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of boring stuff we I could <laughs> read about, <laughs> but uh, I'll say good riddance. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I've, I've never been a fan of uh, Kazurai, and so, um, I mean, it kind of sounds like he's going from a position where He's like has all the say and all the power to just a person on the chair board who um, doesn't really have any of the power. He has to like vote with everybody else, but still gets paid a shit ton of money. So, yeah, so so good for him to step away from that. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. That's, that's a little mean spirited, but. Uh, as uh, you can help attest with me, uh, we hate Sony. Yeah, he's 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 not a fan. I 
I have no um, ill will either way. Although right now, given what's happened in the past few weeks, um, not a fan at the moment. But you know, <laughs> I don't. I don't have a uh, you know a big throbbing you, hate hate train for Sony. You, you hate the Sony with me. No. You have the no, bar, I, I mean... the firing urge to beat up as a son, yeah? <laughs> but they're Japanese, I don't know. I don't know. But no, man, Um, if the new guy comes in and, you know, can make some changes, hopefully that will help improve your stance with Sony? Maybe? Oh, I, I guarantee you it won't. <laughs> well, hey, one can try. So... My final news story is that the Rainbow Six Siege Outbreak event has had been announced. Outbreak is a free event that's really different from from what from the base game and what's going on with the game right now. The Outbreak event uh, is set in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. The area has been quarantined after an outbreak of the Apex Parasite which crashed from a space capsule near the town. Oh, Players are tasked with keeping the virus in the quarantine zone. The event comes on March 6th, and it runs for four weeks. So, yes, you and your oh nose over there means <laughs> that this is a zombie-themed uh, event. And in the article here, it says that Players will be able to team with up to two friends in the event, which features three three exclusive co-op-oriented maps that are larger and more open than the game's typical PvP maps. Being designed, being designed for co-op, they are also more linear and feature a clear sense of progression. This comes from a Ubisoft uh, update on the website. Uh, nevertheless, the destruction and multi-path approach that are iconic to the Siege are still very much present. So... Be honest with you, I haven't played Siege in quite a little bit, but this sort of has an edge because I really want to see what this is about. I don't, I don't understand, uh, but it seems like it, it's it's a different thing that they're doing, and, or it is a different it is a different it is a different thing that they are doing. But I'm excited for it. I'm hoping I can get some friends on and we can try this thing out for ourselves. At least get some of the event stuff if that's. How they're going to do it? Cause I'm interested to see how they're going to award people with event specific items. Right. If it's going to be through, uh, you know, crates, or they're just going to say, "Hey, use your renown and pay to get whatever the item is," or both. I don't know. Pro we'll see. Probably both. Probably both. It'd be nice, but probably both. Maybe they'll have outbreak yeah. renown that you can only earn during the outbreak. Yeah, maybe that'd be cool, and hopefully the things don't cost you know too much right now because yeah. they would kind of suck. Yep. But we'll see what happens. Nonetheless, I'm looking forward to it. I I I heard your displeasure already, so. Oh <laughs> uh, well. It, oh no. It's not so oh, much no. uh, displeasure as it is that it's like. Yeah. Oh, great. Here we go. Another zombie mode added to. A game that doesn't really need zombies. But I mean, yeah, it doesn't really need the zombies. We'll say that. I'll say that much. But they're trying something new, and I'm all for it. I want to see how it works. Yeah, the Siege still very. It's very fun to play. Even though I haven't played it in a, in a while. It's still fun to play. I enjoy it. Fun to fire up. But yeah, 
That was my last piece of news, my friend. All right. Well, my last piece of news, well, if I can get it up here, <laughs> is that um, Bungie has responded to their negative player feedback by publishing Destiny 2's development roadmap. Yes. Yes, mm. they have. You're surprised. I'm pretty sure you're surprised I didn't take this one, huh? <laughs> I am surprised you did not uh, take yeah. this one. But I'm glad you did, because now I can talk about it anyway. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and I get to hear your thoughts, because um, you're on the outside looking in. No, I mean, the, the main news story um, that I read is more about how uh, Bungie has been uh, getting into hot water. Yep. Which it explains that, um, here I'll read the quote, um, Destiny 2 has had a rough time lately due in no small part to numerous development missteps on Bungie's part. Gamers were initially frustrated with the game's implementation of microtransactions, which have been deemed predatory by critics and users alike. Later, Destiny 2 players expressed frustration at Bungie's lack of transparency regarding XP and level rewards. One of the latest issues to crop up for Destiny 2 players comes with the release of the game's Curse of Osiris DLC, which allegedly locked players out of previously accessible content unless they purchased it. So, uh, I assume to help kind of curate that negative uh, rapport that they've had and to try and show them, look, we're doing stuff. <laughs> um, they've released a roadmap which shows what they've already deployed, which is the Armor Masterworks, Raid Repair Improvements, uh, Prometheus Lens Buff, Flashpoint Milestone Fix, Lost and Found Notifications, uh, Exotics and Heroic Strikes, Mercury Challenges on Adventures, blah, 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 blah. Um, but it also shows what they're working on uh, for a February 27th uh, update, a March 27th update, and then uh, season 3 starting in May which is supposed to be I assume that's going to be a new DLC pack um, I don't know if you think that Byron but that's kind of what I'm thinking is that they'll have a new DLC that's like uh, the revenge of Osiris or something well there is there is a new uh, there is a DLC um, another expansion pack coming out I'm imagining it'll be around that time as well. Uh, it'll probably be based around the War Mines and uh, and and Anna Bray, though. But we'll get to that uh, later. Mm. You can go ahead and finish your thought, and then I will go ahead and say my piece on it. Right. Um, well, I mean, going down the list, there's a lot of this stuff just kind of seems... Um, like I'm looking at these things and it's like why isn't this in the the base game? Like Iron Banner 6v6 is that not a part of the base game? No because the Crucible is now 4, 4, 4v4. See this is why so many people are angry with Destiny 2. Because they took what people liked with Destiny 1 they pooped all over it Called it Destiny Two, and then tried to give it to people. Well, they did give it to people. I people. <laughs> yeah. Um, you took it willingly. You're like, I'll pay sixty for that, please. <laughs> Kidding, yeah. of course. But yeah, yeah um, I mean, 
Because Destiny 2 shouldn't be a regress. They shouldn't be taking what they've already built and throwing it away and starting over. You should be building on top of that. I mean, a good example here is that they have these uh, version numbers, like 1.12, 1.13, 1.14, whatever, you know, 1.2. Like, mm-hmm. Destiny 2 should be 2.0. That should be 2.0. That should be the first version. Like, it, yeah, it doesn't I, I... make sense. Like, I mean, I don't know if Bungie's doing this on purpose. Like, maybe they're tired of dealing with uh, Activision and they want to get out. And maybe they're doing it on mm-hmm. purpose to bomb. I don't know. That's just a, a crazy conspiracy theory. Do, 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 do. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but looking at these, it just, that's what it looks like. I mean, legit, honestly. That's what it looks like because Iron Banner for me has always been six v six. Yeah. And you go and you take that out and go, well, we're gonna do four v four. I mean, we're not doing the older consoles, so we can handle more. We could probably do eight v eight, but we're just gonna do four v four. Well, see, um, their their reasoning for go making the switch from six from from six to four is that it was going to make it more, um, I believe their reasoning was, you know, for more competitiveness and balance, things like that, which I personally um, was all for at the at that point in time. But with the game being the way it is now, and you can ask, you know, you can talk to many other people in the Destiny community, and they'll tell you the same thing. Now we are, if we knew it was going to be like this, you know, uh, we don't want, the four before we wanted the sixes because number one it allows us to play with more of our friends. Number two, it gives uh, it gives more potential for for you know big plays in the crucible. Now now with, with the way fours work, you kind of have to be you kind of have to have a buddy system and follow your team around the map. And that those those you know one v three plays can't happen so much anymore unless you get really lucky, like I did recently. <laughs> But um, it's that kind of stuff um, uh, is is a bother with with as far as the update goes in particular with the roadmap. There's a lot of things here that are good things and things that the Destiny community wants in here. Um, just gonna make a note for the yellow ones on the bottom with the asterisks. Those are stretch goals, and those are the chance to not make it into the update that they're promising. Which is fine, but some of those like Nightfall, right? Nightfall, because Destiny Two oh. is a Kickstarter, and you fund <laughs> it with your playtime. Well, it's not even it's not even that. It's 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 the fact that you there's a lot of things that happen in development and patching games. We we both know this from you know playing different games. Usually, when you try to fix something or whatever, something gets broken. It, whether it's on it's more than times not it's on accident, but you know, testing these things, you figure it out, and you see, hey, we may not be able to get this in during this one, but we're getting to the next one. I still am to the point where, you know, as long as they get the things in, then I'm fine, but it just, it bothers me that it's, uh, it's, that they have, they, they did, they tried to do too much and change the game, from Destiny One, I will agree with you one hundred percent. 
um, yeah. in that respect. There are things that I wish that they would have just improved upon and kept in, uh, you know, for Destiny 2 and things like that. But there's a whole other thing about how, you know, once again, apparently they scrapped the idea and went back went back and worked on it again for Destiny 2. Uh, there's a whole article about that. But that's for a whole other conversation. But, yeah. I mean, this, uh, I'm not going to uh, sit here and try to uh, defend the game. Number one, because it's sort of like, it's sort of like uh, wrestling in that respect. You're going to, you're going to see and believe what you want to see and believe. So it's not my job to try and change anyone's opinion or whatever, but, you know, for those that want to come in here, and not not here, but come in general to, uh, you know, oh. Bungie or, thanks, <laughs> Bungie or any of the uh, community members for Destiny and, you know, talking about, oh, oh you still play this game? Oh, this is Destiny, ha, 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 like... That kind of stuff doesn't help anything. You're not helping. So, you know, the way you can help is by giving your constructive criticism and feedback to the game and to the developers. Uh, Barrett, Christopher Barrett, this dude has been the most open person um, from what I've seen out of the people who are active on Twitter as far as Bungie employees go, he's been he's been the one who's been uh, rallying to us as a community, saying, hey, like with the faction rallies and that whole issue of time-gating the uh, loot for Lost Sectors, it was a 10-minute penalty. Chris was like, yeah, that's not right. Um, we missed it, but we're working on fixing it for the next patch. And they're, they said they're going to fix it for the next patch, but the point is that, you know, he responded and said something to us about it. So, I mean, really, we just want transparency and more of it. Just keep doing stuff like this. That, that That's what I want. That's what most of the Destiny community wants. So, just keep doing it, Bungie. Okay, so just a quick rebuttal, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. And... You know, it's not just that people are saying, oh, this game sucks, never played it. It's that they went from something that was fun, that they enjoyed in Destiny, and then maybe mm -hmm. it got a little stale, so they gave it a year. Uh, I myself am one of those people that I played Destiny, and I thought it was fun, but I was like, you know, this is like it's just more the same. Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to buy the, the last uh, chapter, uh, The yeah. Rise of Iron, last whatever. Expansion. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, I'll just wait until Destiny 2 comes out, and then I'll play that. And right. I played Destiny 2, and my intuition was that it wasn't very good. And, like, the little demo that they, the beta that they gave, yeah. I was like, uh -huh. this isn't fun. Like, where, where's my overworld? I got menus that I can select from? Like, like this doesn't make sense. Um, and... I, I really didn't like that, um, but I still waited uh, to hear what the people say, the people's champion says, and, uh, you know, he gave his metaphoric eyebrow lift, 
and said, can you smell what the Destiny 2 is cooking? And it wasn't cooking very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so I've, like, I haven't even looked at it. I, I don't even want to play it because everything I've seen, everything I've heard, um, like what they're doing now, trying to fix it when they should have just had it fixed from the beginning, you know, and maybe this is just an issue of companies, game companies, deciding that it's okay to release their game early and fix stuff that isn't uh, ready to go at a later time. And right. maybe that's what the issue is, is uh, they didn't really have Destiny 2 ready to go, but uh, publishers or whatever is like, no, we need a new game. It needs to come out now. I mean, Activision is infamous for releasing way too many games and killing the series. Mm-hmm. That, and that's so this, true. It's this, true. this is very possible that that's what they did. And now they're, they're having to play PR catch up because um, they released a game that really wasn't ready. They didn't have everything that they wanted out for it. And now they're suffering from it. Yeah. Now I, I, I will agree with you in it, with a lot of your comments there in the fact that maybe it wasn't ready. Uh, you know, they the should have, they should have, they should have fixed, you know, they shouldn't have tried to fix what wasn't broken, things of that nature. Um, yeah. uh, but really, though, again, for me, for me, uh, I would rather you try to fix it than not fix it at all. If it is, if if you did, if it is messed up, which, you know, it is, you know, try to fix it. Cool. I would much rather you do that. I'm still having a blast playing the game. It's a lot. It, it's a lot of fun for me to play. The gunplay is really good. Uh, there's a lot of other things that I like about the game, but at the same time, there's things I don't like about it, and that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's another thing too. People need to realize that it's okay to, you know, not like something in a game, but still enjoy playing the game. That's perfectly fine. Right. Um. So. For me and a lot of other people that are still playing Destiny, we play it for many different reasons. Um, so there's that. That's just for for me. That's the long and short of it, anyway. Um, and and I know that you are not the kind of person that's going to sit here and bash me or anyone else for playing a game or not playing a game because that's not how you do things. That's not how I do things either. Um, so it's it's just. Uh, you know, that depends. Um... How much am I getting paid to bash you? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, friend. You see what you're looking for. Yeah. Yes, I am easily bought. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 um, but but see, like this is this is this is this is a good discussion that we're having, though. Well, I I almost wonder if we should take this discussion to the community and see what their thoughts are on the matter. We could do that. We could do that for sure. And I, I would love to get some uh, community people from uh, Destiny on the podcast with us and have them talk to us about it. And we can all have a big old discussion about everything at some point. Yeah, I would so love I'll that. just sit here making sure it records. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, I mean you, you, you have your thoughts too because you're on the outside looking in. And that's, in my opinion, that's just as important. I mean, yeah. That's true. But yeah. uh, I mean, that's just a thought. Uh, we can bring that up because I figured we should uh, 
I think we've talked about this long enough for now. <laughs> yes, I think so too. Yeah, and so we can really come back to it. Yeah, let's move on to our um, our uh, quick uh, Sea of Thieves discussion. If if you want to, we can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we played the uh, Sea of Thieves beta two weeks ago. I we did that, Captain. No, I'm, we played the Sea of Thieves. <laughs> It was a cruel I mistress. <laughs> I don't do pirate. I'm putting it that way out there right now. It's not going to happen. Uh, but this is a Sea of Thieves conversation. We have to talk like a pirate. <laughs> it's not going to happen from your boy. The host is going to keep his integrity. <laughs> the host be walking the plank. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we uh, we played the Sea of Thieves beta, and personally, I had a really good time with the with the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I I probably I don't know if you played it after uh, we played it together. I tried to, and I forgot that the beta ended. I went mm-hmm. and I went in there, and I loaded I loaded the music. I was like, all right, cool. I'm sitting here in jam for a little bit, and then I pressed the A button to start or whatever, and then it couldn't connect. And I was like, oh, why? So I went to Twitter. Beta's over. Oh, man. <laughs> I was sorry. Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, well, they did give us an extra couple days um, yeah. on that. and um, But no, I mean, we had a, a pretty good time playing together. I, I played it. I actually did uh, three sessions, if you will. Okay. Um, because I, I played with you. And we played on a small boat together. Um, I played by myself. Uh, on the small boat, pause, <laughs> and um, then I uh, joined a, a world, and that was actually my first playthrough, so I was like, what the F is going on? <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, um, I had a gentleman who joined up who had actually played in the alpha, and he helped explain stuff like what was going on and what we should be doing in that. And uh, we actually became friends uh, because of that. Um, although nice. I never got back on to play with him, sadly. <laughs> That's but, unfortunate. Yeah. Anyways, um, no. And uh, I'm gonna let you start, like, with your hot take or however you want to call it on Sea of Thieves, okay. and I'll just uh, join in. Okay. Well, uh, personally, like I said, I had a really good time with the game. I hope that there is uh, more. Th- I hope there are more things to do in the game, right. because in the beta, it was just hey, you go talk to a dude, you get a quest, you, you get a quest or a riddle, you know, you go to wherever the treasure is, dig it up, you might you might fight some enemies, you might not, um, and you bring it back to the uh, to a uh, Goldfinger dude, mm-hmm. and <laughs> finger. He's the yeah. dude who buys all the treasure you bring back. Yep. Yep. Some people exactly think he's he whack. <laughs> <laughs> and but along the way, you know, you could get jumped by other pirates. You could uh you could find a chest that weeps and fills your boat with water. <laughs> yeah, we found that. Oh my that that was probably the greatest uh part of that whole uh time, if I'm being honest. Uh, yes. Because everything else had already happened to me before, but when we found that uh, treasure chest that was weeping and it was filling the boat with water, 
It was it was funny too because it was funny when it happened because when when I, when we picked up the chest I was like what is that sound we yeah. didn't even know what it was at first yeah. and and we looked at it and was like oh wait the chest is crying why is it crying I don't understand what's going on yeah I didn't and even then, think anything of it too because it stopped when we put it on the yeah. boat and then we're all like yeah. oh do 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 and so we like and, start... you this, and you heard the sound come on the bottom of the boat it was like I was freaking out because you know it's a it's a mystical you know, it's got a mystical vibe going on. So I'm wondering if there's like sirens or something in the ocean or whatever, <laughs> or if there's like you know, just, uh, if that was like a whale or something in the water in the water. And you're like, no, that's the chest. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. Yo, and what? you're like, it's filling the boat with water. That's also not good. <laughs> yeah, what I heard was the sound of the ship like creaking, like it was going. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, why is the ship creaking? What's going on? And I go down. Uh, to like look at the third level and it's like completely full of water and I'm like yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah and I was like yeah you gotta fix that quickly and yeah. meanwhile I'm trying to captain the ship back to yeah. port oh. that was that was fantastic and and, mm. and then you know throughout the whole thing while we were because I think you 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 took over um of the, of the wheel. And I was learning how to do the water, get the water out of the boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And while we were doing that, I think we almost got it back to no, 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 no. We got jumped. Yeah, we got jumped. We got jumped by a few other people, and they, uh, and what they they attacked our ship. No, this was this was was this before? No, yeah, yeah, because we went once we got the weeping chest. We we got greedy and went to another part to solve the second part of the riddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was when we got jumped. Yeah. We had we had like four or five chests on our little boat at that point in time. Yep. Going to take them back. And um, like I said, we got jumped by. Another you know, ship. and we even seen those guys. Like when we was going out to a second island, I'm like, oh yeah. no, there's a pirate ship out there. And you're like, it's yeah, we, fine. We saw him. We saw we'll just him. keep going. We saw yeah i saw in the distance and see on our boat we only had like one or two cannons i believe right. yeah so, we only got two cannons uh one on each side because yeah. it's just it's a faster boat but it's not as powerful like you can't do as much damage right so we were kind of if we wanted to get into a sea battle it wasn't going to end well for for us no um Although, you yeah. go ahead well, I was going to say that it was really bad timing because uh, I had just been brought in home some food to eat. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> yeah. like, letting you go off, uh, dig up the stuff, and I stayed on the yeah. boat with the chest because we didn't want to cry our ship. And, and <laughs> yes, yes, because it was it. still crying, mind you. We didn't, want, I, we didn't want to both leave the boat and then come back. And where's our where's our ship at? Oh no, it's gone because yeah. it's sunk because the sh- the chest was crying. Yeah, and uh, so I'm trying to eat food, and then the chest starts crying. I'm like, oh crap! So I go to try and like uh, clean up the water, and I can't do it because I'm eating and trying to clean up. So I just pick up the chest and I start heading over, and I go up onto the the little um, I guess it's the nose of the ship, the long. Uh, wood piece because I'm not sure what they call that uh, but I went and climbed up on there so that it would cry over uh, the edge of the boat and it wouldn't fill up the boat right 
Right. Still not... eating, mind you, <laughs> while I'm doing this. <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, I start hearing gunshots, and I'm like, wait, what's going on? And you're like, we're being raided. <laughs> and I'm like, still eating. No, I'm trying to, like, gobble up and, and put the chest down and figure out what's going on. And by the time I even know what's happening, uh, I was murdered because someone had boarded our ship and murdered me. Yes, and speaking of dying, in Sea of Thieves, when you die, you go to this really, I thought it was really cool when the first time I'm seeing it because mm. I died as well, but you go to this ship, of the and damned. it's like a, yeah, ship, ship of the damned, and it looks super cool. It's really dark, and it's got the, it, it's just got a, like, watery grave sort of vibe, so it looks really yes, cool. Yes, it does. But when you respawn, you walk through the door of the ship, and you respawn back on your ship. Now, that would have been fine. And not for the fact that the people who were raiding our ship were still on our ship. Yeah, they were still raiding our ship. <laughs> yeah, so we tried to defend. We tried to defend our ship, and could not do it, and died two more times, I believe. Mm-hmm. By the time we, by the time we eventually responded back on the ship that third and final time, our stuff was gone. Yeah. Well, I even tried to like chase them on the land. You did. You tried to chase them. You chased and, them across the island. Yeah. And by the time I got to the boat, they were already taken off. Like. Yep. And you got eaten by a shark. Yep. <laughs> Pretty sure I did. Yeah. Yep. That's when I was like, "All right, I'm done. Turn around. <laughs> gonna run back to the to our ship. Meet you there, because I don't do shark. video game water." <laughs> and see, that's a problem for me. I don't do video game water. And Sea of Thieves, the first word in there, sea, is a problem. That means that there's water, and where there's water, there's sharks and other things that could possibly kill you. Yep. You I don't right. do that. I know. You know, that is the one thing uh, I kind of wished I had done. Um, and Still I wanted to look more? for shunken treasure. Yes. Um, because what I assume is when you're selling on the water, which by the way, I will give this hands down the best video game water I have ever seen. Like there, there, I've never seen any video game water done as good as this. Yeah. The water's done really, really well. Mm-hmm. Not just, not just in terms of it looking good, but the way, I guess the way it feels would be the proper term to use here. Yeah. Um, but there are times when you're sailing and I believe you'll see barrels just floating in the water. Mm-hmm. And I believe those are your clues that a ship has sunk here and that there's treasure down here. And so I've always that... wanted to um, stop the ship and go check below and see like what's going on. See if I find myself a Kraken or something. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speak for yourself, Bucky. But... Yeah. Um, but that was one thing that I missed out on that I wanted to do, uh, because we never found like a spot where there was a bunch of barrels. And well, I think we did in passing, but never actually went to investigate them because we were oh. focused on our quest. Well, you never told me because if you had, I would have dropped anchor and said, "Give me I a minute." I didn't notice. Yeah, I, I think I think we noticed them towards the very end of our session, though. Yeah. So, I think we did, because that was when we were dejected coming back to port mm-hmm. after losing everything. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm hoping, uh, here's here's what I'm hoping uh, that we get more of. 
Uh, one, I know that they're going to allow you to customize your character. They've already shown off the different customizations you can do. And depending on how much money you have, you can actually buy some of the stuff in the game. In the beta. Oh, that's cool. But, if, what if I'm hoping... If you got to high enough level, I guess. Huh? If you got to high enough level, you could buy some stuff. So I didn't see anything you could buy in no, the... There, uh... there were certain people that you could talk to that weren't gold oh, I must have, I must have missed it then. I must, I missed those people because I only saw the, the bar lady and Goldfinger dude. That was it. Yeah, no, there's more people than that. So totally. Okay. Missed it. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, if you, um, what I'm hoping for though is that they add, uh, ship customization. And I I'm think hoping, they are. I'm hoping that they make it be that, um, if you're a pirate, you start out with a tiny ship. And that you can gradually upgrade your ship to a bigger ship. Yeah, that would be nice. Because, I mean, there's a, a sense of progression there, like you said. You know, yeah. even, even, if it, even, if it's just, even if it's you and five other people, how many of you have in your party total, you know, if you all start on a ship, on a small ship, you know, and then, like you said, work your way up to a bigger ship when you have the gold and you can, you know, upgrade it and put more cannons on it and sails and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm change your flag color, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, definitely need to be able to, like, change your flag color, have a design. Because that was the one thing I noticed. Like, I never felt... Like, I'd see ships, but mm-hmm. with a pirate, they would have a black flag. They would run a black flag. If their sails were black, they said, we're pirates, we're coming to kill you. That was kind of the deal. And I never really felt like... You know, I couldn't tell... Honestly, if the game was randomly generating guys or if there was real people out there in the water, if they were pirates or if it was just like, you know, is it possible for you to do that? Like have a PVE where it's just a boat. You have to find the boat and uh, go murder them and take their treasure. Yeah, it'd be cool if it was both PVE and PVP at the same time. That'd be kind of cool. Yes, it would. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for, as well as, I mean, as far as story goes, I'm okay if there's not really much of a story, um, because the map kind of feels uh, procedurally generated, or however you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and so it feels like every time you come into play, you, you have a new world, and maybe that's what they're going for, so maybe... Um, you're not really going to have a sense of upgrading because you're going to be in a new world every time you uh, join up. Yeah. If that makes and, sense. And that, and yeah, and that's fine too. I, I think that, I think we talked about it while we were playing the game though, that, you know, a story would be nice. I don't know how you would do it, number one. Mm-hmm. But if not, that's fine too because we had our own story in just that hour or two that we played. And what we just shared with you guys was our you know big story you know we went out and we did a few of the earlier quests with no problem fought a few skeletons played a few shanties you know drunk some grog it was cool you mm-hmm. know and then we got to <laughs> we threw up at... yeah threw up yeah that was after after um after uh getting back to uh port being dejected coming home with nothing well I we got one to... chest we had one chest we brought back yeah, one chest. I got uh, dejected and started drinking grog heavily. <laughs> we started drinking in the 
Yeah, we both we both were really dejected about the whole thing and just it it was fun. Almost fell into the water. <laughs> yeah. I was walking up here and stumbling over the place and almost fell into the water. But but no, I um the the, the story of of your adventures with your friends, I think would 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 overshadow any sort of story that you could do with this sort of game. Yeah. With a game like this, because it reminds me a lot of Ark in the sense that there's no real quote-unquote story. What you do with your time in the game is your story. Right. And how it progresses is up to you. You know, do you eventually find those guys that took your loot and kill them back and get their stuff and your stuff back? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, so there's all sorts of things that, that could happen when the full game comes out. But... I am after after playing it for just that hour or two that we did mm -hmm. um, was enough for me to say yeah I'm gonna enjoy this game and what's really cool is that it's crossplay with PC so <clears throat> so you yeah so you could play with your uh, PC friends if you have those or if you're in a in a community uh, like I'm part well, of uh, Mr. Well, Thousand Watts squad community play with PC but yeah how do you join up with the party that that I don't know because I never tried with PC. Okay. I wanted to, but I wasn't able to try it and see if that works. Yeah. Or or if you even I I, I would, there's a way to do it. I just don't know how. Hmm. But um but yeah um I, I'm just I'm, I'm so excited after playing all that. I'm hoping they add more stuff and they give us more stuff to do a, a variety of things to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is the variety of things to do. Because if it's always go to this island, dig up this treasure, um, bring it back and sell it, that's going to be a little boring. It's going to be a little boring, but, I, but you know, I think that the aspect, the random aspect of never knowing what's going to happen is going to make up for that, mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. And at the same time, you know, I think you could you could play solo, you know, or with a few friends and still have a good time, regardless of what happens or not. Yeah. You know, if you're the kind of person that wants to play solo, you could do it. You still I have a good time. You. I think you could. I, I can you tell could. you that uh, the least amount of fun I had was when I was playing um, solo. Right. When right. I did my no, solo. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, not, I'm not saying you couldn't have fun. Might not be as fun. Yeah, I'm just saying that's... Uh, granted, I learned quite a bit uh, about how to do stuff, uh, yeah. doing that by myself, but it was the least amount of fun. Like, I, I, it was kind of boring. Like, this is the sort of game where you really need uh, people, even if you're just joining in with randoms. It, <clears throat> it really needs that element of having someone else and and chatting with them and and you know playing. Uh, with other people, it's more of an experience to play with other people than it is a game to master by yourself. Yeah, I I, I, I agree one hundred percent with you there. It's definitely more fun to play play with other friends and other people and have that experience. And you know, you met a person and you befriended them, and you know, there's that. So yeah, there's all sorts of things that could be done. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it in March when it comes out. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it too. Uh, honestly, I might. This might be the game that I would get Game Pass for. Right. 
Well, you pre-ordered it, didn't you? I did pre-order it, but I could easily cancel that pre-order. That's true. You couldn't get the money back. God damn right. Yeah. <laughs> damn right. Yep. I mean, this true. is why we talked about the last week. The that, Australian this. company upset at Microsoft and deciding to remove their consoles. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. We did. Mm -hmm. Oh man. But yeah, that was. Uh, I, it turned. It turned to be a not so quick discussion about Sea of Thieves, but it was a good time, and we had to talk about it. Yep. Possibly again. If my if my only regret is that we week. didn't stream it. Yeah, we didn't. I was going to, and I I think it was late, and mm -hmm. I didn't turn the stream on. Things would happen. Uh but we had a good time. Yeah, Long but... and short of it is we had a good time, and we're looking forward to having more adventures when it comes out in yes, March. Yes, we are. So <clears throat> with all that being said, let's move on to the question of the week, which is what do you guys want us to talk about? Not saying we're running out of ideas or anything, but um, <laughs> but no, no. Um, I I, I think that <laughs> it's a it good that idea. Way. I'm to, sorry, uh, <laughs> but I'm like, but the hamsters are working rather <laughs> difficultly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's. I think it's a good idea to crowdsource topics from the community for future episodes, and it's a good way to get you guys involved with us, and you know. If we pick your topic, hey, cool. If not, it'll be something for a future episode, possibly. So please, give us things to talk about, and we will talk about them on the show at some point in the future. Right. So, so how they... can you tell us what it is that you um, want us to talk about? And well, that's... good question. Yes. <laughs> and I have the answer, too. Yes. No, there will be a um, thread or a topic on the Joystick Entertainment Forums, uh, which you can find on Facebook. And, of course, you can always slide into our DMs on Twitter, which is R&R Gaming Pod, which is R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. So anything you'd like us to uh, discuss or even just a question you want to ask, go ahead and uh, hit up one of those two areas and yeah, we'll be more than there. happy to uh, look it over and possibly talk about it on one of the next episodes. Yeah. We, we do have an email, don't we, for the show? We do have an email, but I never check it. Oh, well, you can use that because I check it from time to time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then send us an email at rndrgamingpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Send the emails there. Hit the Facebooks. Hit the Twitter. And we will... um get those and we'll get those and we will um talk about things <laughs> but do not have. talk to us on instagram <laughs> we will ban we you <laughs> <laughs> the podcast doesn't anyway <laughs> uh, i don't even we'll have get, an instagram i'm sorry well we'll get there right now actually because we're gonna get out of here because you have things to do believe and it's super bowl sunday so i want to get ready for watching the patriots win <laughs> I'm not even going to watch it, man. Screw those guys. <laughs> but now, you know what? Um, we had enough fun this week. Uh, we're done, right? Yeah. And we're out of here. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 30 of the RNR Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, Ken, round of plugs. Yes, round of plugs for everyone. Huzzah. Um, of course, you can find us on Twitter, as I mentioned before, at the RNR Gaming Pod. That's R A N D R Gaming P O D. You can find me personally on Twitter at MacroboV. That's M A C R O B O V. And you can find my good friend Byron on Twitter at Braun1417, that's capital B, R-O-N, 1417. You can find me on Twitch streaming at B underscore Ron1417, that's B underscore Ron1417. And the Instagram is back up and is now the same thing, B underscore Ron1417. Because brand, brand recognition is very important. You got to keep everything sort of similar. And that's close as I could get it, everything else. So we're going to roll with that. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Ken, we got to come back next week. Tell them why. Yes. Come back next week because everyone could use a little more R and R. have three words for you okay the patriots (laughs) (laughs) ah fantastic let me tell you something buddy they're going to win